0: Um, but aye, that's the only thing I could think of.
1: Aye, stick that out there. You've got to record the wee message. Apologising.
0: Aye, let's just do that the Okay. Okay, so you're listening to this, Expecting Bronson with aye. Tom Hardy.
1: I was talking about Tom Hardy's cock for two and a half hours, but... It's not going to happen. Nope.
0: Nope. Unfortunately. We're going out for Chinese tonight, boys.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: let's get a fucking double dose of Donnie Yen yeah We're fucking Chufong Young is <laughs> it? something uh, called Chufong maybe all parts of those names are in other folks names <laughs> I <Yeah>. know <laughs> you're trying to be cheeky going for the fucking special fried rice here but no son um <laughs> <laughs> uh, our fucking, right, we've said this before that, like, oh, we really should stop doing Skype podcasts. Like, that, yeah. that's, like, just, like, shagging the slutty girl in the school girl, school girl in the, in the class. Like, <laughs> you can the one that all has been about? It's so fucking easy. Exactly. Like, you, you just try try her. Oh, it just fucking slips in so quick. Uh, you know she's not had a bath this week. Oh. But, like. Oh, fuck. You're you're thinking with your dick and not your fucking brain. Yeah. And we we did we just had unprotected Skype. Yeah, and we caught syphilis. And we lost an hour's worth of podcasting on Bronson. Yeah, and believe <laughs> us or not, it was fucking awesome. I know we we had like fucking side topics about fucking what if it was Harry Daniel Radcliffe instead of Tom Hardy and fighting gypsies and. Uh. Um. Oh, yeah. packed Man Eh? Packed man Oh, no, Pactman. I know, that, that fucking side conversation was amazing. We fucking DM'd it and everything. I know. Oh, that was our tusk. Oh. Oh, aye, right, so we're too depressed to, to re-record this podcast. So we're no. throwing one from the archive. We've, we've nicked an episode yeah. from Podcast on Fire. It- we're just going to churn it out. As if it's something brand new. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Sorry, guys. That's like just me apologising to you and Trevor. Our listeners.
1: Alright. <laughs> Come on, Trevor. Oh, Trevor. You fucking. They,
0: they call. They never. Like, those guys are so fucking polite. Oh, like, oh. have you listened to the Mass Movie Side this week? Yeah. Yeah. Like, th- th- they didn't call us out, but they acknowledged us. Name checking them. <laughs> Why not? There's like they called us like Chops and Baldy. Like which one's which? And how do we giggle and they moved on? They they didn't like take a swipe at us. They're what? fucking. We're one of the fucking. Who are they fuck? Who are fucking gentlemen.
1: We wanna fuck them <laughs> up. <laughs> All right, so um. Film in the world would be what? The folk for Trailer, Trailer Park Boys and fucking yeah. Evil Dead. Like the, the worst program and the worst film combined, <laughs> that would <one> just, <laughs> just fucking end in the worstness. The
0: worstness. <laughs> yes. Oh. you fucking.
1: How does to get them fucking gone there? <laughs>
0: just fucking beating them there. Right. right. Oh, anyway, uh anyway, eh, enjoy. Eh, uh, fucking in the line of duty and. Special ID, yay! Sorry, <laughs> apologies from Stuart. New content uh, this Saturday, eh? Well, new content on Monday morning, honestly.
1: Yeah. Stay We've tuned a, for. Can put the boat out for the use. Aye. Wolf cop. Yeah. I bet a bit of cock, I bet a bit of wolf.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. Right, let's call it a night.
1: Right. I'm going to cry my pillow. Let's go on Hello and welcome to Podcast
0: on Fire 175
1: Oh we've got
0: a number this time We've got a number this time Thank God Hey, I'm your host Stuart Sutherland, and join me is Andrew Walker. Yeah. The easiest of A's.
1: Oh, hey, I forgot that last time. I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't like being referenced? I don't like being called easy, no. <laughs> Alright. I like to think people eat to put up a fight before they get a summoned me.
0: <laughs> okay, so join us is the A hole, Andy Walker. Fuck. Wait,
1: <laughs> wait, 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 what's your fucking nickname? The A train. Fuck you, A train. The A bomb. <laughs> People. that's what I call my fucking
0: stools <laughs> atomic bombs yes uh, anyway today is our Donnie double bill yeah oh. <laughs> uh, in the line of duty 4 and special ID yeah not special ed mm-hmm. uh, no last movies watched we're just jumping right into the films Oh, I watched quite a few movies this week <laughs> ok if you can tell it to me within the next minute what have you seen shit you put me on the spot <laughs> what was it I can't remember the names what were they called
1: I can't fucking remember <laughs> shit Star Trek, right the red dude they're to you I'm done I'm out <laughs> That's what we <laughs> Oh that was hard <laughs> uh. I hate when I get bit on the spot <laughs> My brain just shuts down Even though I've only got it in my head ready to see it So I'm like go Oh, <laughs> uh, There you go <laughs> Star Trek 2 and Red 2 it's like a fucking sink or swim mechanism we just saw <laughs> fight or flight I decided to run away in my head <laughs> my brain just decided to gear. up alright oh. oh, that was the last movies watched really good Star Trek 2 was mm-hmm. Red, Red 2 was a wee bit childish the best thing about it was fucking Leib Younghan yes <laughs> it was pretty funny because it stole his aeroplane and he wasn't happy <laughs> there's no nooks being launched Bruce
0: Willis then uh, <laughs> don't want to spoil it fair enough <laughs> there not
1: much because it Bruce
0: Willis <laughs> in a shake. ok so first movie today <clears throat> is In the Line of Duty 4 from 1989 directed by Yun Wu Ping mm. uh, the plot when a Chinese immigrant dock worker Comes into brief
1: contact with secret evidence (laughs) implicating. (laughs) Who's your fucking prostitute? (laughs) What? Chinese immigrant dock worker. Fuck the one in the dock's latest. (laughs) Get
0: fucked. (laughs) For money. Well, thankfully, he never got to that stage in this film. He got interrupted.
1: What what writing was this movie? Writing, erm. Why is that in your notes? Because. Your notes have failed. Obviously, the case. It's an 18! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's just probably for
0: Bad by violence.
1: <laughs> Bad by Twelve nowadays
0: I think <reckon>, likes when <laughs> Liam Neeson would get in that phone. <laughs> Tommy got shot to pieces, sacrifices himself for Richie. Yes. Twelve. <laughs> okay. So I'll start that again. When an immigrant Chinese dock worker comes into brief contact with secret evidence implicating a crooked CIA officer and the Green Dragon triads. Uh, so in a just... major drug trafficking operation, he is marked for death. Now on the run and running out of time, his only hope for survival is two cops with nothing to hide and nothing to lose. That's a true 80s fucking description, F.O. <laughs> like, holy shit, 100 Chinese people sold! Yeah. They're gonna be fighting and shit! And they do, like, every five minutes. <laughs> So, the cast of this film is uh, Cynthia Khan as Penny Yun, Yun Yak Khor as uh, Richie Chan. Is Chan? Chan?
1: Is it Chan? I
0: think it's Chan. Right. Uh, Donnie Yen as Donnie Yan. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Wong as Michael Wong. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And uh, Dick Loy as uh, Tommy, Do the you? gambling sidekick. There's
1: uh, Loy Kai this is the wee Loi this is like he gave up on trying to pronounce it just went <laughs> <laughs> he was uh,
0: I don't know if you'll remember it now, but Loi Kai Chi was um, Beast Stalker and Stool Pigeon uh, was just like giveaway dude. Like I think was a homeless guy in Stool Pigeon
1: oh right the guy the first the first snitch I think
0: so, aye he was called Jabber Is it?
1: yeah huh. <laughs> like he Raped people gets
0: raped in alleys now. I <laughs> used to be a steel pigeon, you know. Shut it. Fudge,
1: fudge, fudge. Ah, <laughs> uh, fudge. Disaster. Sadly, last year. I don't know what the sound of fudge being packed is like. <laughs> but you attempted to make the noise. Fudge, fudge, fudge. Yeah. And
0: I, I don't know what a parking sound is
1: like folding things neatly <laughs> no, and tightly I've got a box here it's of fudge and see what just like <laughs> <laughs> oh this is exactly so fucking wrong what did you think of the film The Life for Fudge Packing*? it was the, the funniest 18 I've seen <laughs> the funniest serious 18 I've seen right well great right. so for the funny was it the dub in that did it that way or it's just basically because it was made in the 80s ah, all 80s films are funny Mm-hmm. just because they're bad for, they're bad at being serious aye melodrama uh, melodrama yes that's where it's just like oh
0: it's just layered on thick aye, and the extreme hand gestures aye which was like a big thing in the 80s I think they must it have be, yeah. aye I think the, it's obviously the I'm, of sure, of I'm sure it would have it been like that
1: in the 70s as well before uh, they got their fucking dubbing trying to make the dubbing right aye they didn't, then they just do a straight off translation mm-hmm. and then those the Chinese mouse are still moving <laughs> after they finished up aye the, the, the typical like dubbing aye but uh, outside of like it's the as like, in the story line. story it's alright actually mm-hmm. a good well thought out story aye it's everybody's um, corrupt
0: aye <laughs> and it's sort of like it does fall in the line of like a decent 80s action film really? like it, it works like it, obviously it's got like sort of the right stars to it like Donnie and like he was like a rising star at that point yeah. so just to see him like fly on screen with kicks and <laughs> destroy like
1: Arabian Scousers and Arabian, <laughs> Iranian, Iranian. Yeah. sorry I ain't Arabian I'm lucky beard, Arabs yeah.
0: Well, there's one of them. There's at least one in there. Like the, they kind of picked up every everyone
1: felt like was before the, the chunking era. mansions and brought them in. before Arabs were allowed in America, <laughs> but somehow got into the Canadian
0: version of Seattle.
1: Aye, I didn't understand that. Why is there a Canadian flag flying?
0: <laughs> I think they just probably shouldn't have been there. Like illegal filming? <laughs> of course. There was always. a Sunday
1: jumping off a giant building.
0: I know but it was like yeah, it was blinking you missing I saw it <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, know I mean it was like the public They like, did that but no
1: like that Asian fellow falling Hey. <laughs> eh? maybe we should go save him no fuck him <laughs> <laughs> he's not immigrants he's not, a, he's not white so fucking racist Um, I, I love
0: the film like it's always you loved like, it aye it is a fun film like it is something that's I've not watched it for maybe easily five it can be ten years now but like since I've recently seen it it's always been like this just brilliant action film with like great like Sega Mega Drive style music oh, music's good it's nostalgic ah it is something that's like brilliant about 80s films oh. like it was it was just like someone going at, like with ADD and a keyboard
1: <laughs> Yeah, soundboard as well mm-hmm. and pan pipes <laughs> I didn't understand that why is there Peruvians <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the background playing pan flute play? mm-hmm. in like
0: every restaurant, cafe and bar <laughs> it's like man, that song's like must be high in the charts everyone's fucking playing it everywhere they go it's almost like it's just been ripped for like softcore porn And just like Donnie N and Michael Wong sitting down to dinner together.
1: (laughs) never seen any softcore porn, Stuart. How is that? I reckon, no, I just expect (laughs) they would have a lot of pan pipe. A lot of pan pipe?
0: Pipes pipes. Pipes all together, aye. (laughs) (laughs) Being blown on as well. Yeah. Pipes getting blown. So, um, one of my notes here of... Basically, put every scene in this movie is a fight scene, or at least ninety percent. Like everyone goes into the scene, by the end of it they're all fighting. Like fights break out. There was no fighting when they went in to see his mother. Ah, that—that was when it was your forced melodrama. of like don't show the handcuffs. We're in love. Ah, that was <laughs>
1: basically that was the um. scene. Donnie and being a dick. It must not been a dick, it has be nice. <laughs> Plus <laughs> he's watching laughing at them. <laughs> <laughs> um one of the robotic Western
0: actors. Oh like even like <laughs> the the better it in the beginning, like when uh Sonny Yoon or Yun Yak shoots uh, one of the, the bad guys escaping for like the the, the drug meeting, oh, The drug deal. The drug yeah. meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and he shoots him and he just drops like the Terminator Aye. and it's even just like they do Dunyane fights on the motorbike and whereas the I think everyone just seemed to have like a kind of swollen pus look to them like just <laughs> shiny faces big fucking teeth and just wooden as fuck
1: Aye. but I don't like I guess that they are probably just there because they could fight basically right and they like, don't they don't have any some fucking acting skills or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that blonde woman that Cynthia Khan had mm-hmm. to fight. And the blonde fucking
0: nice kids <laughs> gone. <said>. Michael Woods. <laughs> <laughs> um obviously this film was directed by Yin Wu and, right. and his clan essentially, that's why we had like uh as the lead and one of the other Yin brothers is one of the villains like moustache guy number four Chinese moustache guy you see the guy that, that look, kept being tailed to begin with like when like in that he's scene. the one
1: that fucking knocked off that fucking thing in Canada uh, the aye stairs and the stairs was he the guy that tried to blow up the car with her in it yes aye aye he's another one of
0: the Ian brothers like he's appeared in some of the earlier work like the Jackie Chan in see in films Snake and Eagle Shadow Drunken Master he was always like either the teacher that gets killed at the beginning of the film or <laughs> bad guy that shows up and gets his ass handed to him oh,
1: right.
0: so it's always like members of the Yin clan because uh, Simon Yin uh, was
1: the, the old Drunken Master like
0: the old homeless person that um, would teach martial arts that's their dad
1: that guy with the chubby face the glowing cheeks aye the old
0: pissed fart yeah. that would be like magically a Kung Fu master. Hi. Oh. This is like his spawn. Like he was obviously a very busy man to have like <laughs> a whole acting troupe of kids that would just basically become a film studio. How would they get into acting? I again there's obviously just nothing else to do. Maybe like the dad was the entry drug he like, got yeah, all his kids in. Right. Like they probably couldn't afford like childcare those days so there's always like 20 <laughs> kids sitting about on set yeah. watching like seeing rigging stunts and just basically became a team
1: that could be a thing to check did you have any of them when they were young were any, any that, child fun. actors just the uh, background like learning kids marshals. going on a
0: school bus or a rickshaw yeah. <laughs> a school sh- rickshaw there was no schools <laughs> just kung fu schools
1: you learned your maths on the streets
0: <laughs> I if I you one fist how much teeth will you lose <laughs> <laughs> um, but aye it was definitely just one of these films like it's just I guess it is it's nostalgia of how like, uh, like the hunt to get the film in the first place this was at like the early stages when I collected like Hong Kong legends and you're still trading like VHS tapes <laughs> and I had sent one of my friends online and a copy of Jet Li's The Legend two or like Fong Sayuk part two but that doesn't sound hard enough. Aye, I was just like a tape trading thing. I was like, Have you seen this film yet? No. And it's said right, so I get sent in the post yeah. and it was like a brick come through the letterbox, like a big rental VHS cassette well, tape. Aye. <laughs> then put in a protective cardboard box, then sent through the post. I think it must have sent like a fiver to send these tapes back and forth. <laughs> And it was just, it was a uh, Hong Kong Legend VHS with, the, when they done those as well. And it was like the exact same cover list, obviously this has like the kind of blue, greeny shades thing. Yeah. It was the exact same, but all the back, these background colours were all like red. I think why well, they had to change the VHS cover art.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I, I actually, I think they had it, they might have done the thing where they released the two separate versions. Like one videotape was dubbed and one videotape was subbed
1: because
0: oh. I knew they'd done that with a uh, hard boiled. Yeah. Like hard boiled's been released maybe thirty times over here in the UK now, and there was all stuff like uh, dubbed VHS, subtitled VHS, director's cut or extended cut, and then it got released on DVD like ten more times. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's on Blu-ray. I don't think it's on Blu-ray over here. It's got its Blu-ray in America, but. Like, fucking Yonkski everything <laughs> that was for like the Dragon Dynasty label um, but I think it's it's been bought by like one of these distributors that always do like the bargain basement DVDs like you could buy it for maybe 99 pence uh, yeah. or, or out of land. and like you'll get the film subtitle track will probably be a little out of sync or the picture quality somehow gotten worse <laughs> like they <laughs> They buy like a pirate copy, then pirate it again, and then sell it to you for a pound. Yeah. Which is crazy with that, how earlier versions are so much superior, but it's just, I guess, cutting corners of yeah. tricking fucking to buying a good film, but just terrible quality. I mean, all
1: they're doing is just basically burning it for disc to disc. Then mm. shitting on it. Yeah. And then selling <laughs> it to the public. At price. Aye.
0: Ah. <laughs> um, I so that was some of my. notes like, "That is like, the film does have some really fucking amazing fight scenes," but mm-hmm. I think that's just the thing that you come to expect. For like Yin Wu like, and his family doing the action, and then having Donnie Yen, Cynthia Khan, and, and Yin Ya Core, like they're obviously like the Yins are all obviously trained for mm-hmm. screen fighting. So like the spars between him and Donnie Yen were pretty good, mm-hmm. and even like those wide shots of them running on roof, uh, rooftops, jumping in on their old mattresses. <laughs>
1: Aye, the, the obviously placed mattresses aye
0: or that chase would have stopped right there like that film would have stopped there if he'd done that jump and he's like ah I've got both my legs Donnie <laughs> just slaps cuffs on him <laughs> credits aye. they get away with it in the end
1: <laughs> the crooked yeah. CIA That should um, have been another ending where Donnie Yen did actually join them? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of have having that fight in his like he's
0: actually just with Michael Wong's character all along
1: yeah partners
0: all the way Mm -hmm. mhm they just beat up the women (laughs) and obviously like one of the great bad guys in it like Michael Woods like that black actor for the fact Woods aye not Tiger Woods but Michael Woods who's Michael Woods the big black fighter ah (laughs) and like it was just the fact that we were supposed to be fooled by him being dressed as a small Chinese woman sleeping in her bed. That was
1: disgusting. <laughs> there's like, oh, that's almost all women. There's like, there's really like three foot nine or something. turn around it's like a seven foot black guy. <laughs> in a wee black wig. <laughs> <laughs> just starts slugging
0: granny. <laughs> oh no, it's Cynthia Cannon. her yeah,
1: And then the fucking Brazilian car walks in.
0: Aye. And it was weird, like, I, this must have been like amongst the Sort the girls with guns, like the fact, like strong female leads.
1: she was. I think she was more the lead than Donnie Yen was. Aye, it. because
0: uh, how this obviously is in the Line of Duty four. There is eight in the Line of Duty movies. Aye, and she stars in six of them. This year. Aye. So I think it is like a real and like obviously in the film they referenced her It's like the Hong Kong cop. Yeah. Like, that obviously just went over to the states. To Aye,
1: that's what did. How like, why was Donnie Yang an American
0: cop? Mhm. It's like some sort of joint operation that they got together, but then the man flies back home, so they all have to go in after him. Yeah. So, but aye, she starred in. So there is eight of these films spanning for like mid eighties to early nineties. Mm-hmm. First two movies starred well. The first one was Yes, Madam, which got released over here as Police Assassins. Oh damn! starring Cynthia Rothrock and Michelle Yeoh. And the sequel, Royal Warriors, was just Michelle Yao. Uh And then when it came to In the Line of Duty 3, I think Cynthia Khan came on as sort of like this, uh, like really, no, I think it's like just basically your cheap replacement for Michelle Yao and Cynthia Rothrock. Because uh, Michelle Yao, before becoming Yao, she was known as Michelle Khan. Mm-hmm. So they took Cynthia for the Rough Rock and the Khan for the Michelle and made Cynthia Khan. Oh. So just like these two people together and just now you have your fucking action mannequin girls halfway, with Khan star.
1: Half white, half
0: fucking Chinese. <laughs> but not, she's just full Chinese, <laughs> flung in there but with the name of that white broad. And then she continued to star through in a line of duty 3, in a line of duty 4, Witness. Oh. Uh, in the line of duty 5, middle man. In the line of duty uh, 6, the beginning. In the line of duty 7, the forbidden middle. arsenal. The middle. <laughs> and then the end. Uh, In the line of duty 8? Aye, 8, sea wolves.
1: <laughs> Who the fuck did they get the name of that? No unclear. Sea
0: wolves. Maybe just like fighting the docks again. Oh no. <laughs> so like. <laughs> On her filmography, it's like they've sort of redone some of these films, or tried to re like there's, you notice in her career in her filmography there's more yes madams showing up there, so it's like they've tried to re- relaunch maybe the original one, yeah. or just trick people into thinking it's these type of films, and she's always seems to be cast as like Penny Yun in films, or Inspector Yin or Inspector Yan. It's always like trying to just like. Lan Chin Ying always being the vampire hunter yeah it's like they sort of found her niche and just started putting her in as the fighting female cop yeah so I think that's where she basically the bread and butter was made for her until most recently where uh, there's about a 10 year gap for like 2003 to like 2013 in her career where she didn't do anything and now okay. she's appeared doing some like mainland films Then uh, known as uh, one film Super Players Oh. And Attack of Sea Turtle, <laughs> <laughs> and these are films that have just like got half a dozen cast members and no like no details at all. So I did not if it's TV movies or, but they aren't real. She, <laughs> she's went over to the mainland. Yeah, just name that. <laughs> so a uh, we bit more information on uh, Sunny Yin yeah Core In the line of duty four was his last film, according to the sources of like Hong Kong movie database. That was his last acting role. He just stopped there. Before then, he had fifty other films like credited in his name.
1: He looked a wee bit older than
0: the rest of the cast. Aye, dressed in (laughs) dungarees, trying to look young and hip. So obviously, it it might just be the thing where, um, like fifty films, the majority of them was being an extra on Shaw Brothers so that could have been the thing of being raised on the set of a movie yeah. like he could have just been in the background shots and then maybe eventually grew up into being yeah. an extra a do guard Yeah, you for uh, well, for people that do like uh, the Hong Kong movie database they thoroughly like, look for oh, people right. in their yeah. films so people get their credits like, so they've got things with like a fucking uh, child faced Eric Sang runabout on Shaw Brothers films and like like Lan Ching-Ying as a teenager even like he's got pictures of Sam wah in child roles in films <laughs> like they've found this they've found him in films it's and so like they'll, they'll find these credits for people so like 50 films like you might actually maybe have another 10 or 15 that they've just not gone around to because yeah. there's just so many fucking Shaw Brother films out there and I bet like on set they're probably but well, in their studios, they'd be filming like half a dozen at a time, and they'd probably walk from one set to another, put on a different costume, do that, and then mm-hmm. they're probably just working for like lunch that day. <laughs> so, uh, Michael Wong, uh, previous to In-Line of Duty 4, he'd starred in Legacy of Rage with Brandon Lee. So, I think that was sort of like an American martial arts mm-hmm. film. Uh, he also had a bit part in Royal Warriors, so I reckon if he was playing that of Duty 2. Huh. So I'd kind of if he was playing Michael Wong in that film and Michael Wong in this film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, since then, he's starred in around 80 other Hong Kong films. Everything for like, my triad movies, like Return to a Bear Tomorrow, comedies, uh, Women from Mars, which is just really... is naff new. At the time, that was when I was on my craze of finding Ikin Cheng movies... And this was, like, one where there's three womanizers, The uh, Cheng, I think it was Louis Koo, and Michael Wong, were just... Just... Man, man sluts. Uh, just breaking women's hearts. Yeah. And something happens that they all lose their dicks. I reckon <laughs> if, it, if it might Like, it's that far ago there could be maybe a woman from Mars that's just put a spell on them. I think why aliens could do witchcraft. I know. But... Uh, they all wake up and there's just a shot of them all holding like their boxers, like the band looking, doing, going. Uh, something like, "Where's my birdie?" Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, it's just this there's probably pitch to be that like, you go start as like a true gentleman to get your gentleman back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I still I have that lion in my house somewhere. Um, but since in the line of Duty for I most recently in around 2003 he starred in 10 movies called New Option as uh, something like Detective Stonewall this is I reckon if you just turn a video camera on, on his summer holidays he <laughs> came up with like a film series Stonewall and it was like across 2002 2003 it was like New Option Run and Shoot uh, New Option Saviour New Option Gold Rush all in one year like two across two years about a dozen films called uh-huh. New Option something New Option something so I if he went on like a direct-to-DVD craze and just knocked out all these films mm. but like he still seems to be working nowadays I just kept busy and, Like the guy like this is just the thing for Hong Kong actors is to star in a fuckload of films I like, completely uh, here in America I uh, was like, films each. Mm-hmm, oh, it's like two, two years out to do one film and yeah. like this is since 1989 so across 20 years he's done 80 films So aye, like... And that's probably, like... People like Simon Yam's probably done more than that. Like, he's probably... Simon Yam was quoted for maybe doing 20 films in two years because he's like, what else is there to do? You finish Mm -hmm. one film and just walk on to the next one,
1: start doing that, and... (laughs) That was in Asia, that's, like, your your equivalent to mines. (laughs) (laughs) Or or Kettle Produce.
0: (laughs) But... I skipped some of the information at the start of there the film was obviously released in July 1989 and I don't have any information on the budget but I did pull in 12 million Hong Kong dollars dollars yeah what uh, probably not days, but this was in 19, 1989 mm-hmm. so what ticket prices would have been then and maybe mm-hmm. like inflation it probably would have been decent for Hong Kong cinema but that might have also been one of twenty films that came out came out that week in Hong Kong, <laughs> and ten probably starred like Michael Wong. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the same actors playing the same films the same day. <laughs> um, obviously the film is available from Hong Kong Legends, which has now been defunct yeah. for maybe a decade now. Maybe
1: a to discuss the money. Amazon so.
0: still have copies at 1989. Holy shit. On DVD. Wait, no, 1998. I'm still thinking the year the film came out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, aye. 19 pounds, 98 pence, new on DVD. Or you could buy it used for £9. Pounds. Even that. Aye. Uh, like, like, DVDs, like, second hand DVDs nowadays, you can getting them for like 2 £3. Pounds. Mm. Like, if it's something popular enough, people mm. are just trying to get rid of them second hand. But for hong kong legends i think it's just the thing of they're not available anymore yeah, you can't buy them uh so and this was one that i don't think got re-released by uh cineasia when they started like reintroducing the hong kong legends catalog yeah like there might be sort of cheap copies of this on ebay when hong kong legends uh, tried their hands at monthly magazines like first magazine two pound each uh, month seven pounds and you got a magazine which talked about the films maybe interviews with the stars and you got the dvd with it right. so they started re-releasing all their catalogue and releasing ones that uh, they bought the rights to but never gave the proper the proper dvd release to like uh, ones you
1: could only get with the, with the magazine exactly
0: and that was the likes of uh, prison on fire one and two like two big uh, triad chaly fat films and they never got proper like in store release but they got released for this magazine so I'd pick them both up along with other titles like Heroic Trio like just ones I just never got around to releasing and Mm. then I guess they were going defunct so they were just trying to quickly publish them all with the magazine so it was good to like get a hold of those on region 2 like UK Mm. DVDs or films that will probably never get released again (laughs) unless you're you're Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan and Donnie Yen to an extent like they re-released Iron Monkey with Cineasia Asia and I uh, and just so they could do like Donny box sets of like th- three of his films yeah. and put a wee card sleeve on it and then <laughs> twenty twenty pound extra. So But when it came to the internet's reactions to in the line of duty four, IMDB rated it seven out of ten based on six hundred and forty votes. Good. Rotten Tomatoes never rated it. So, <laughs> like I guess, like, critics in 1989, like, that, that could just be that thing where it was, like, obviously the internet wasn't around then. Yeah. No, they're not professional critics reviewing movies from the late 80s. Yeah. In print or online. So, but, they had an 84% audience wanting to see the movie. Oh. So there's obviously still interest in it, but it were just never reviewed. Yeah. Um... Before we jump onto it, was there any other thoughts you thought of the film you wanted to bring up?
1: Ah, uh, I've already said about the hand gestures, it? but just an 80s thing. Yeah, aye. Um, the dubbing was pretty poor. See, I I had a feeling they were switching to different accents.
0: Aye, I think maybe some of the folk were losing their accents and it's uh, there could actually have been some people playing... Like a few folk in the film, yeah. and just be like, Canadian, right, yeah. I'm British and now I'm Canadian, and wait, yeah. no, I'm <laughs> British Canadian. No, I'm Scottish. <laughs> I am Scottish at one point. Yes, Usually you know I am. <laughs> but it is, it's one of these films where you're watching it for the action, really, and then they just pad yeah. it out with sort of melodrama yeah. and uh, goofy comedy moments, mm-hmm. or hanging the Mullers like surrounded by electric barbed wire or electric fencing
1: oh yeah an electric fence on window, it's a window a about fucking 20 tricky, stories <laughs> 20 stories in there. but it is it really it's sort of like just
0: sort of like what your Tony Jam movies are nowadays you're watching it for the action scenes no, like yeah. stories are paper thin yeah, you can and just turn this stuff. exactly <laughs> and but it's it's just all the like the fights like Cynthia Cannon could throw her kicked Donnie Yen like Cynthia Cannon doing the stunts on the ambulance like hang off the side of the vehicle and like jump through the glass and getting kicked in the chops so many times (laughs) and then it's it's just like boss fights at the end galore like Donnie Yen fighting uh, I keep wanting to say Benny the Jet but it's it's the obviously the deaf mute guy from Police Story Two, like the ah uh, uh, guy. Right. Like he's you make the real noise. That, that is like the, no, the noise.
1: No, well, does it just do it? Ah. Uh, uh, no,
0: it, do it properly. Uh, I, I can't make deaf mute sounds, but it was like ah. Uh, uh, You've his, done it
1: before. Before we record it right.
0: again, <laughs> I've lost it now. <laughs> I this is my sink or swim moment, making fun of the disabled. Uh-uh. Like no, that's it. I just going ah.
1: Oh, he, was a yeah. <laughs> he,
0: he was a bird. He was a bird, right? right. Like, I he was a I've bird. forgotten his name but I'm pretty sure it's Benny something.
1: Benny Chubb. Everyone's <laughs> <Brooklyn's> called <Chan>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So he was in it and of course like you had Michael Woods and a couple other dudes yeah. fighting. So it was just like your video game like boss fight ending where they're just everyone was
1: come through fighting essentially. Yeah. As the song goes, <laughs> there not even any room for fucking dialogue. Mm-hmm. Just all fine The fists were fast as lightning. Yeah, that's all. That's I'll all. I'm laughing. That's all I know. Your jokes aren't funny.
0: And uh, as we'll do as a wee segue here, obviously, Donnie Yen. Don't get disgusted, at the segue. I oh, didn't. They? Leave my leg. You held it in. You held it in. That's I've done weird. well. Uh, before in the line of duty. Uh, Donnie Yen had maybe four other films to his credit then early, early on in his career a uh, big, uh, so the three films obviously three of the four films were all with Yuen Woo Pen so it's sort of like he was maybe like an adopted brother at this right, point yeah. they were helping him into acting with Drunken Tai Chi was his first film yeah. The Mismatched Couples was that you remember I did kind of I showed you that one As where it was like a sort of break dance fighting Donnie Yen was doing all the crazy dances showed
1: me the fight
0: yeah yeah because uh, like,
1: not like that, he, he's got speakers under his tits or something.
0: Ah, he's got speakers down into <laughs> his coat. It's just, right. like, overly cheesy, but yeah. just, <laughs> like, fucking 80s cinema, mm-hmm. really. And Tiger Cage, which I think is sort of like a similar vein of Line of Duty, where it is, like, just Kung Fu Cops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did do another one with uh, Stephen Chow, which was with... Uh, Yian Wu-Peng but I'm blanking on the title it's conflict something but uh, obviously this will be our segue here because nowadays Mm. he has done uh, Special ID most recently yeah and of course he has a whole slew of other films on the way but we'll take a wee break and come back with Special ID yeah
1: done
0: so Special Ah. Identity from 2013 so Special ID aye a bit of both
1: no <laughs> it's literally ID
0: but it's also listed as special identity where? on Wikipedia where people can change the information as they please yeah so they fucking did <laughs> shut up right uh, from director Clarence Falk uh, <laughs> or he's also known as uh, Clarence Ford that's better uh, the cast consists of Donnie Yen as Dragon Chan Fuck off, his name was Dragon Chan. Aye. Uh, Andy on as Sunny Colin Chow is brother Zong. Z- Zion Main Triad bad guy. Uh, Ronald Cheng is Captain Chung. And Tian Jing as Fan Jing. Fan Jing.
1: Aye.
0: Aye. Aye. <laughs> uh, the plot for this one is Don Yen plays Dragon Chan. An undercover cop deep within the ranks of one of China's most ruthless underworld gangs. The leader of the gang, Xiong, has made his has made it his priority to weed out the government infiltrators in his midst. Struggling to keep his family together, which only really consists of his mom, and his identity concealed, Chan is torn between
1: two worlds. <laughs> He's not really torn. He absolutely <laughs> despises being a gangster. He wants to be a policeman as mm-hmm. soon as possible.
0: So, essentially, it's like most triad films. Yeah. Where undercover cops. But in this one, there's just lots of mixed martial arts. Yeah, so, what do you think of it?
1: Really good. What kind of fighting? Aye. Yeah. More <laughs> like the real fight. <laughs> the gritty action. Yeah. Where people's arms could get broken in a second. And
0: hopefully, they're fighting with plastic props. <laughs> I don't want to see them using ni- like proper knives. Hopefully like they're in like a plastic set. Oh and they're getting thrown into just me like flamed in their stairs
1: and shit.
0: Exactly. Hopefully they're foam steps or it's <laughs> <laughs> like an aluminium box that it gets plowed into and Yeah.
1: Hopefully not though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially
0: I think my first thought when watching this was like sleeping dogs, the video game. Oh <laughs> no, the movie. <laughs> Hey, oh let's do that line again yeah. nah I'll let you I'll let you <laughs> essentially it's Sleeping Dogs the movie that's better <laughs> I'm going to cut that so I'll get your first reaction of my second take <laughs> cheap <Cheating> bastard <laughs> but anyway, it just felt like it kind of made me want to play like, Sleeping Dogs a bit Oh right. right, it was good Undercover Cop Rising ranks in the triads. Although Donnie Yen's character was like six years deep into it already. Yeah. And yeah, there was obviously Colin Chow's character brother Zong, Zion, the the main bad triad. The, the grey-haired guy. Yeah, aye. Like the hairdresser. Let's call him the hairdresser because the hairdresser. It. Aye, like he was like what doesn't he tell him the plot layer of which isn't he a big spoiler because obviously this film is quite new mm-hmm. um, was like he he's trying to weed out the moles in his triads by <laughs> or is that a really big spoiler kind of like that cigar chomping moment when he's on the phone he hangs up he was eating a cigar Right like he's ah a big fucking stogie <laughs> I can't eaten a cigar like he was smoking cigar to the right the police the then I mean, he was free. on
1: the shit he was doing a shit and he mmm, <laughs> was saying last chance you dick aye oh, nah. it was, I was not I think there's
0: a cigar you're <laughs> no, shit no, I, I've seen this film twice and I know there's a cigar Sure. yes feels like fucking hell he's chewing scenery with that cigar <laughs> <laughs> but aye it is it is a good film it's sort of like good and bad like good like it is bad in some ways what like it's strange how it's like really dark gritty try a shit now it's like fluffy fun time with the female cop on the roof like just flirting and then mm-hmm. it goes back to deep dark scenes and they're flirting playing with like air guns and then he's like he's sitting trying to console her and like here's your favourite mug and they're sitting like, pretending to have toy fights and tickle fights on rooftops whereas like it goes really light and fluffy for a film that's supposed to be dark and gritty well, I don't know just came to it's like they're trying to balance it out but it just isn't like it seems out of place like it maybe seems too light and fluffy for especially for the fact that there is no relationship towards it he doesn't get the girl in the end they don't there's no like the penetration. <laughs> no penetration <laughs> no like, so, penetration like so like it felt like the sort of thing like they were bonding maybe like they share a kiss and he feels more for her and when she's in danger he compromises himself
1: yeah. But not, they're just like cops on the beat. Yep. best friends. Mhm. They Platonic.
0: Mhm. I don't think Hong Kong cops get any benefits. Mm. But no, I did like the fights. It was again like it's like the gritty style that he's like. He's he likes to brand no. Aye. Like for films it was similar to like Flashpoint that i done a few years ago where he was fighting uh, Colin Chow like the hairdresser mm-hmm. this is when both of them were scrapping in the, in, this, in that film at least but it, it was sort of like the same same style lots of mixed martial arts and even like in the beginning of the movie we got to see him go against Ken Lo, who's like an expert in Thai like Muay Thai mm-hmm. kickboxing so we got to see him like try to adapt his style against that mm-hmm. and it was sort of like the way you'd expect babies would fight by sliding on their arse across <laughs> the floor <laughs> daring them to come at them yeah. but can you me bro? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very different <laughs> film <laughs> supposedly this film had like quite a troubled production aye aye uh, there was a uh, the original bad guy was supposed to be uh, Vincent Zhao like uh, the guy that replaced Jet Li in the once upon a time in China films right, like yeah, 4 yeah. and 5 and So he'll
1: be of age now.
0: He, um, oh aye aye, they're similarly aged. Uh, He's done films more recently like True Legend, where it was another, like it was sort of like in style fearless, like these man period, uh, notable characters from either fiction or history Mm. being brought into like modern day, well, period action movies. Yes. Like so, it was sort of his time to do one as the beggar so. So that was like the drunken kickboxing yeah. and things like that. So that was one of the big films he got to do recently, and he was fighting Andy on in that as well. But he got brought on as the bad guy for this. But they're saying the script kept changing that much, and like the film was originally known as something like Ultimate Codebreaker. Hmm. Aye, originally, but it's obviously got changed and changed. But they they said there's so many script changes to it according to Wikipedia that Vincent Zhao felt his character was being compromised and decided just to leave the project then he was replaced with uh, Colin Chow and Andy On as two char- two villains mm-hmm. so I reckon if there were possibly he might have saw that his he might have been the Colin Chow character and seen his screen time getting cut for a younger guy to do the fights, mm. that's what could have been. But there's also facts that Donnie Yen was like a major dickhead on set. Like he is the the cock of the walk, and when somebody else comes in with moves, mm. like you bow down to Donnie. Yeah, he'd he like, saying this is this is my set, and, like no creative input, is what I'd seen. Like that's when I first got wind of this movie when I heard about him walking off set, then leaving the project, and it's all because of this film. Then mm. yeah. like a year later, the film's out now, and. But there's even like we we'll have to refer to Wikipedia for the, the next one where it's production. Um, as the production continued, Tan Bing, the original director and writer of the film when it was called Ultimate Code Break, uh, claimed that his script and premise had been stolen by Donnie Yen and logged complaints with China State Administration of Radio, Film and Television. And is demanding that the film's release is held back until he is compensated for what he believes is a breach of contract. Various creative differences have been kept from the producers uh, from releasing any films, uh, any trailers or promos for the film until now. But but Impact was lucky enough to get a first look at the, the incredible car chase from the film staged by Bruce Law, which featured uh, An on battling Chinese actress Jin Tan mm-hmm. uh, as he drives through downtown Shenzhen with Yen and Hot Pursuit so basically it's in like the original director was trying to stop the production from happening because mm-hmm. they were basically modified enough to make it their own mm-hmm. so it's seemed like he was trying to stop it until he got
1: compensated for aye. his
0: work his aye his, his so poetry. obviously we're not too sure what like I think if it was like maybe these fight scenes it was something to do with his film or if it was more of the story side but Mm-hmm. it seems like there was some trouble in getting this done and obviously a switch up of directors as well to get clarence ford in mm-hmm. um so there was obviously some great with this movie like there's some bits that like you we mentioned that didn't rub right with yeah, right. uh andy on switching from yeah. like maybe like mad to english. english like okay we know you're american <clears throat> So at least once every conversation, I will switch in to like, <laughs> like English, yeah. and everyone will respond to me in Chinese, and yeah. we will all understand each other,
1: <laughs> as if we're all having no one conversation. But I support. The one thing I noticed that I remember definitely saying about that was that the the, the Polish been talking to the end, saying that you can't be in the police because you need to know, learn English. Right, so they all should be equipped with that. Yeah, and they said it again at the end. Do. I've, I've do. even, I've even taken English lessons. I cannot speak English. We oh, all speak Mandarin now. Yeah, right, fuck you. <laughs> Mandarin secretly owned Hong Kong. Oh, Ma- mainland la- China. A, a language. Yes, secretly Kong Hong.
0: <laughs> Yes, yes. That, that will probably be, like remember at the end of the the Line of Duties. We have just got to see watches. <laughs> and then correct so this it'll just be like mandarin like a block of text just saying how mandarin is secretly taking over it is right. sir ben kingsley as the mandarin ah, that's a pool isn't it no alright fucking <laughs> <laughs> um one thing like obviously quite impressive was like that final chase like car chase scene where it was mm-hmm. almost reminiscent to in the line of duty with the ambulance Oh, fighting yeah. on the ambulance whereas we had uh, Jing Tan fighting on a like Land Rover Land Rover i a
1: Range Rover don't you dare that's but, blasphemy ok uh, Land Rover. they were fighting on a jeep it could be a fucking Range Rover <laughs> <laughs> they <But, can>. like, <laughs>
0: they don't just tell shit like they did like with Bruce Law doing the Stance And that is usually his field when it comes to it. like if there's any movie with big car stances is always usually his name at the credits anyway yeah uh, but it was, it was quite impressive like it was sort of the same thing she was hanging off the side of the vehicle sharp corners she had been swung out yeah. hopefully there's maybe like it was a stunt man for some of the more dangerous stuff why? I don't know I just, make dogs. up airing
1: her fucking 250 <laughs> yen well that, that. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be the
0: thing because like her uh, beforehand I think she was known for some like maybe romantic dramas or comedies in the like, mm-hmm. mainland because she's only maybe done uh, 8 or 9 films but our next movie is uh, PS like 2013 like police story the next police story huh? <laughs> I thought you were saying the, PlayStation the next police but no uh, she is the female lead in the next police story film yeah. which again is, looks like very Gritty. influenced by the mainland as well has it got to be a lot of fighting or is it mere drama well, we, we did watch the, the trailer last week I can't remember I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> it looked pretty action packed yeah. it did it had car stunts it had uh, Jackie using guns and a lot of like kicks yeah. so she like we got to see her throw down some moves in this film so she might be doing more yeah, of the she, fighting she, else in this she was like I think if Donnie Yen took her away for a fortnight to train <laughs> with her put her in several holes and chokes <laughs> But uh, a wee bit more detail on the other characters in the cast. Obviously, uh, brother Sonny the the American fighter, Andy On, has appeared in previous films such as like New Police Story, and he's he went he's been changed up with like some more dramatic roles mm. in the last few years. we working with Johnny Toe He mm. appeared in like Election Two, and he's also one of the leads in Mad Detective. He's like the young upstart cop. Trying to uh, get back in contact with Lao Ching Wan's character, who is the Mad Detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, next year, this is something straight well, something interesting that I found out. That next year he's starring in a film called Cyber, directed by Michael Mann, the director of uh, Collateral, the Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx Taxi Driver film, mm-hmm. and of course he done the Miami Vice remake. This film stars uh, Chris Hemsworth, Thor. Really? Uh, Tang Wei uh, Donnie Yen's wife from Dragon and the woman from Last Caution uh, Li Hong Wang uh, the dude from China Strike Force and Little Big Soldier and it's supposedly a Chinese American military forces team up to take on a high level computer hacking or computer hackers mm. so it's like a mixed like it's got a Chinese cast and American cast mm. joining forces to take down hackers mm so that's coming out at some point next year could be interesting
1: seems like
0: a game that's coming out a watchdog oh right aye, aye I have the hacking with cellular, cellular phones aye oh, you can do
1: anything you want with your phone aye I'll
0: fiddle with traffic <laughs> <laughs> uh, make people crash <laughs> a few kids in the back seat Oh, <laughs> that's what you get for not putting on a seatbelt oh. no one should ever say that um,
1: especially
0: with us having young kids yeah um, Ronald Chen he was the the police chief Donnie Yen's chief the guy the superior oh, aye the one that he, he meets up with in alleyways to get like what's the caught. next mission <laughs> oh shit <sorry. laughs> he didn't get caught I was lying oh someone bits under the blanket um, he's like sort of traditionally or more well known as a, like a comedy actor he's uh, he starred in like films like Golden Chicken he uh, f- was the com- Comedic Relief and Fatal Contact which was like a Wu Jing uh, martial arts movie that's the the young dude remember Killzone SPL and yeah. there was Donnie Yen and there was a young dude who was wicked smart with martial arts no. <laughs> that was Oh, nah, well, it was him basically him getting his own film uh, and doing underground boxing to do something and Ronald Chen came on as like a sidekick slash manager slash comedic relief mm. I think I've showed you the film but like he, he's also uh, wrote starred and directed It's a Wonderful Life from 2007 I don't think it's anything to do with the, the black and white Christmas classic
1: that makes you cry every that
0: year. makes me cry every year <laughs> like many other folk
1: <laughs> we all can just be <laughs> these people in your imagination <laughs> we're not all like you who just like lack
0: emotion ne- even like getting high off his fucking face doesn't even really help you emote no, no. So, I wasn't born with emotions no fucking black tar i will probably get emotion in you no
1: nothing. probably not even nothing,
0: that. nothing. Uh, Colin Chow the, the hairdresser uh, started out with uh, Samuel Hung's team under a different name, uh, Nai Sing And that was like uh, N G A I Singh. What? His first name. Ang. Nai. Oh, Nai. No. So, so it's sort of like Ang. a silent G. Oh. Uh, so he'd done like, a lot of Samuel's movies. Yeah. Uh, he was the bad guy in Bodyguard from Beijing, a Jet Li film, which was released over here as The Defender. Uh, he was also, like, most notably known for it is like, appearing in the Matrix sequels. He was uh, just the Chinese dude Neo had to fight to meet the Oracle. He was, like, the bodyguard for her. So uh,
1: that was the director? No, no.
0: <laughs> the director's, like, those weird albino twins, and one that's now a man. Oh, you mean, bodyguard of the director? No, no, he's film. not
1: the director, he's a fucking like martial arts choreographer or something oh I don't know no, Yuen Woo Ping. Oh, I thought no, 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 who he,
0: that was he's a wee old man How is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's just buffed it for the Matrix and uh, he's Colin Chell's also made appearances in Fearless going against Jet Li and he was also the villain in Forbidden Kingdom the Jackie Chan Jet Li American collaboration Monkeys. that had Monkey King Aye. that was <laughs> That was Jet Li as the Monkey King, but it was the evil emperor, the jade emperor that turned them uh, monkey to stone. That's Colin Chow. i am mm-hmm. just letting you know, these are films he's been in. You don't need to remember them.
1: Oh, I'm just sitting here like, he's, oh, he's, he's to my <laughs> going to ask me a quiz after this i tell him anything.
0: No, this is not Mass Movie Side UK, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, director uh, Clarence Falk, or Ford, Ford. Uh, dir- has directed some classics before. Uh, Iceman Cometh with Ian Bue and Yuen Wah not the remake not the remake uh, it's just Iceman 3D what oh, was it? part one will he be coming yes <laughs> he might be <laughs> don't <Donnie Yen>. and <laughs> it's he also directed Naked Killer really? mhm was it Naked in it? well we, we watched it ages ago and I let's see it stars Ching <laughs> Mai <laughs> <yow>. what? <laughs> that's always a thing I had to do when mentioning past podcasts oh so I thought I'd have to keep up this <laughs> <This is one. laughs> and there was also an actress Carrie uh, who I think she was the one that uh, was like, one of the lower ranked actresses in that film she was the one that went nude in it but Ching Yao always had like a, a well placed chair or piece of furniture covering up like, Trying to stop it going in and sleeves
1: kind of
0: category. So uh, there's always, I think that was covered on This Week in Sleeves anyway. Oh, was it? <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was your category girls with guns and nerdy lesbians and all this, that, and the next thing. Uh, so that was what he directed, but he was also the director of the 10 New Option movies starring Michael Wong.
1: Oh! <laughs> yes.
0: No. he went on holiday with my go on for one summer, <laughs> and they made
1: ten movies together. <laughs> this is like they just bought a big of weed. a <laughs> <laughs> still movies.
0: <laughs> They're all probably like ten minutes long each. Still, all got cinema releases. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they still like raked in probably about five million each. It's like <laughs> together we done not bad. <laughs> um, when it comes to IMDb. Special ID was rated 5.4 out of 10 with 250 votes, so Ooh. got an average. It, it's been, I think it has been slated sort of everywhere. Like, Ooh. maybe the only saving grace is the action, but uh, it has really, like, just been panned. Mm. Uh, Rotten Miles haven't rated it yet, but uh, for the percentage of people that want to see it is it is 100%, which I didn't, I didn't everyone wants to see it exactly the Every, everyone at Fredstone and Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> is itching to see some special special ID or it could be do you want to see this yes or no so there might have only been enough people that have said yes to keep the ratio at 100% yeah um, yeah I think that has the majority of my notes on it without
1: us did there win any awards? It's, uh, it came out last month man it's really hey. Take me man <laughs> nah they not usually to like film festivals and shit
0: um, I don't think so I, I, I'm i not sure if this was known to maybe be a bit of a bad film but it kind of just got shot right out there like I don't think it got took on any circuits or like the film pulled in let's see 25 million
1: mm-hmm.
0: so compare it oh well, I guess I was going to say, Inline of Duty took 12 million 20 years ago, mm. and this film took in 25 million in a day where like, films usually make 100 million. Yes. So, I. It's I don't gosh. So, I reckon what. Like. Uh, it might just be early figures, because obviously it it's came out a month ago, so it could mm, and still be. That's
1: this DVD release or fuck away. Like
0: Aye, ah, exactly. So. Like it still has time yet. Like Mm -hmm. it could still be put in for awards, or Mm -hmm. it could be just nominated for stuff. But I could only probably see it getting nomination for maybe cinematography. Like Peter Powell was the cinematographer, and he's like done some really good cinematography work Mm -hmm. before, and he's won plenty of awards for it. And other than that, it could just be Donnie for his uh, for the action Action choreography. Because it's, it's grey action, and it, this is one where it's not overly wire heavy. Like, they do some jumps, which they obviously get a wee, a wee hound with a wire, but mm. it's not like a uh, return of chains in where you run, like, just flies across just fucking more <laughs> battlegrounds. <laughs> There'll be 360 spins just to slide under something. It's like, uh, really? Over the top. So, but. Yeah, um, I think it's time to rate these films into the Scottish Podcast on Fire movie chart. Go for it. Who's the list, Dick? Oh, you'll pay the fucking original copies. I'll buy it here in front of me. So, let's start with Inline and J. Would that make it into your top ten? No. Okay. Would it be in your top twenty? Read me my bottom five. Your bottom five is... (laughs) Uh, Let's see, Once Upon a Time in China 3 at 21, Ledger the Fist at 22, Once Upon a Time in China 4 at 23, China 5 at 24, and The Kick at 25, bottom of the barrel. I'd say it'd be uh,
1: 25, above my
0: bottom 5. Okay, so you prefer it to Once Upon a Time in China 3, then above that is Still Pigeon, I like still. You like Steel Pigeon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. In the line of Duty 4. Right. Uh, for myself, I would probably put In the Line of Duty maybe a little bit higher. Even if it's better than Iron Monkey. Iron Monkey. Like, both films are heavy when this nostalgia. Um definitely better than Triad I think I liked it more than Steel Pigeon for like Steel Pigeon still like something we watched like during the summer whereas In the Line of Duties I've got history with it man
1: uh, I've seen it on VHS motherfucker so you're not putting it on this uh, cinematic effort you're just putting it because you like it because you had it for ages I, uh, how do you rate this chart I was growing up with it my <laughs> friend went to school <laughs>
0: It helped me in a fight. I used, his own, <laughs> I used his fucking rental case as a weapon and killed the kid. And told me how to fucking roll roll away when I get punched. <laughs> <laughs> and talk with my hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call people scum. <laughs> I said scum. <laughs> then you get the fuck shit in kicked do you? Something comes on me, here's your weapon. Oh. <laughs> in the line of duty VHS. <laughs> okay so I'll put it in at number 16 on my chart uh, now special ID uh, top 10 could possibly be at the bottom you're, of my uh, you're from top The number 10 you have Dream Home Yeah. Uh, you have Triad at number 11 Oh, Triad Triad's the one that looked like a Young and Dangerous remake but wasn't and we teamed that with Wohu. It was like, Trier was like a lot of fresh-faced actors. Okay, I'll oh, pick yeah, just above that. Mm-mm. Okay, so that is Special ID going in at number eleven for myself. Um, okay, I prefer Dragon to Special ID, so that leaves us with Tower underneath it. The better,
1: popcorn action movie with flames. But this and firemen that carry explosives.
0: <laughs> I was thinking this is almost the same as like, like popcorn action and there's flames as well. Like that would you prefer explosives or, or fucking arm bars? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think. I oh, think it, <laughs> Fucking me. That'll be, that'll um, be yeah, I'm gonna put special ID in at number twelve on my chart so that's below dragon but above tower okay uh, other than that that that's really us for this episode yeah what's your next I think our next episode well we're getting close to Christmas Christmas. because we we record obviously fortnightly so next time I come back it will be I'm also recording like a a Christmas special with uh, all the other Guests on podcast and fire, mm. uh, which I think I'll be recording mm. that the day before I come and see you. Mm. Mm. So um, and again, we could attempt to do our armor of God trilogy, or we could go for the the drug double bell with drug war and uh, protege. So oh, we've done drug war. No we've not watched drug war you sure. I'm positive it's still wrapped in plastic in my house what not we seen that's something like drug war something like drug war I, I don't know There's the title is similar do you have anything let's have a look at the list uh, there's no female dragon special ID beast stalker maybe get it mixed with beast stalker or Silk pigeon maybe something war Um, there's no wars so Drunk something <laughs> no drugs there's no what drugs what the fuck I've just suggested to, this to you in the past right. that we're going <laughs> to do it. Fried, and we, it? we could not figure out what film to compare it to whereas right. we've got a suggestion of comparing it with uh, Protégé the Andy Lau Daniel Wu drug trafficking film
1: right.
0: so I thought that was a good enough mix and it also starred Louis Koo who's the lead in drug war so I thought it was a good enough like, connection there to do that one so it depends if you want to go for it uh, those two or we do the Armour of God trilogy as sort of like our Christmas special I
1: think the trilogy would probably be a Christmas thing drugs, and, drugs Th- and death Th- isn't really a
0: like, season there's a lot of like cocaine like just that white snow <laughs> just that white white snow <laughs> just go and start sniffing the ground at Christmas time <laughs> <day. laughs> oh, it's cold <laughs> I think I've got a contact high, there's no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's <fucking> pneumonia. you rush wash your nose quicker with that, I'll just freeze and fall off. <laughs> so,
0: we'll decide that before. Well, when when it comes to recording the next episode, anyway.
1: Uh, Alright, that, that, that would be a.
0: We've got to uh, figure out our, our time schedule there. Yeah. For the amount of time it took us today to watch two films. Yeah. I blame, I I blame for, on the filmmakers. Huh? Yeah. For making films. An hour and 40 minutes long. Fuck off! Find us on Facebook.com forward slash POF network, Twitter at Podcast on Fire, Podcast for all our other shows. Right. I think like it. I all. I like very much. I just
1: tell you If you
0: want to email us suggestions for shows, uh, Podcast on Fire at googlemail.com right. Other than that, that's us. Uh-huh. Another episode in the can. <laughs> it's gone in the fucking bucket. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. In the bag. That's my. You don't sh- see it in the can. It's in the bag. It's it's in the bag. That's better. With the cat that got let out What
1: cat? D- <laughs> my cat likes to sleep in the bag. Your cats weird. No? I know. How's your cats? <laughs> They're fine. They ate your baby yet? They
0: have not eaten my baby. They have no interest in my baby. Do they? Know? No, they just do their own thing like if the baby's there they care is there heat coming out of that radiator? aye I'll just lie here then <laughs> fucking baby is there biscuits in my <laughs> in my bowl <laughs> fine I don't care about your baby sometimes they'll eyeball the milk but that's it
1: mm.
0: like mmm <laughs> fancy some of that <laughs> and we're talking about bottle like powder milk here in case there's any sickos out there I I think Got some you that's fucking right. That's a fucking Takeshi Miki film right there. <laughs> okay, till next time. Yeah. Bye. Fuck Thank you. All you. Oh, yes. you can't
1: handle the truth. No, Jack. You can't truth is that all things film offers the best value in free movie podcasts on the internet that's right free as in it costs you nothing daily grindhouse films and swearing a movie podcast it was only a pound la la film maths movie side uk podcast on fire and of course film exploitation the all things film podcast all free and all available online on itunes on the podcast app on stitcher on TuneIn Radio, direct, or from www.allthingsfilm.co.uk. As far back as I can
0: remember, I always wanted to be a gangster.
1: See, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. All Things Film, the premium film, movie, podcast feed on the net. (laughs)